if we're so busy, our prayers might be being answered, but we don't notice it because we're, we're like, we're just walking right by it. And so if we can learn to slow down and pace ourselves and kind of, this is why I think about like the rhythm of the nature. If there's times when you um, feel confused or you're not sure what to do, or you feel overwhelmed, I always say, look outside. What is the nature doing? What's the weather like? What are the birds doing? What are the animals doing? What's going on with the plants? Like it's right there. What's going on? Like, where is the sun in the sky? What about the moon? <laughs> right? That's our compass right there. And it's like, oh yeah, that's right. Welcome to the Jacqueline Shaw Show. This is a space where we go deep, deep within, deep within where you access the sacred wisdom within you where my truth and the truth of the women I bring on this podcast create a remembrance within you, within your soul, within your energetic field. Here, we don't look outward, we go inward, because in my world, it's always about taking you deeper in, in where your truth lives, in where your power resides, in where your soul knows. Welcome and get ready to go to the depth with me. Let's dive in. Hello, hello. Welcome to the Jacqueline Shaw Show. Wow, the moment that I am beginning to record this episode, I just want to bring you into this energy with me right now, with us right now, as I'm about to introduce you to the guest that I have on today. It is 1111. It is the 8th of August, so 8-8, the Lion's Gate portal. And the woman that I have on today she has been such a gift in my life. It has been such a blessing to be in mentorship with her. I'm sure many of you listening have heard the story of her entering my world and mentorship with me without knowing who this woman was. But in the stories where I've shared when it feels like women falling from heaven into my lap, into mentorship spaces with me. So I am so happy to be introducing you today to Susie Zobrist. Susie is an incredible spiritual mentor. She carries so much wisdom, deep ancient wisdom within her. She leads women in sacred womb work, among many other things, her spiritual teachings. I've had the pleasure of working with Susie for over a year now, and it feels like well, it's been an incredible journey. It's also just the beginning. We've gotten to meet in person, and I know that there's so much more in store for her and I in the future. And today, it is such a pleasure and honor to have her here and to introduce her and her work and her magic and her medicine to you listening. Susie, welcome. Oh, thank you so much, Jack. It's really an honor to be here. I love this introduction because, you know, when I came into your world, I didn't even know who you were. I'd never heard your name before. And all of a sudden you just showed up like, you know, as you said, like out of heaven. And I got this really strong inner calling that said, you need to work with this woman. And I was like, really? And you know, that's how my life works. It's like, I 
am led by prayer. I am led by my devotion. And so I was like, all right. And so I just reached out and, and I said, what's going on? I think I'm supposed to be there. And I came all the way in and it has been the most beautiful blessing in my life. So thank you so much for your mentorship and for this time together today. Oh my gosh. Thank you. Thank you so much. And as we are about to dive into this conversation and the way that I lead in this podcast for all of you listening is we just show up, we show up for deep conversations here. So we're not sure where this conversation is going to go, but I know it's going to be filled with so many threads and so much gold for you here. And one thing that I really want to highlight is that right now, this conversation for me right now, it feels like the world. It feels like the women that I'm crossing paths with are so ripe and ready for this type of conversation, for this depth, for these codes, for this wisdom. As I said, Susie and I have been working together for over a year now. And the moment that I asked her, it was, it was a few weeks, maybe a a month or so ago that I asked her to come on and to have this podcast conversation with me was this moment that I felt this conviction, the power in her work, in her voice, in who she is in this knowing that I've had this feeling that the world is now ready for us to go deeper and deeper and deeper. And so if you're here listening, I know it's because you were called into the space, just as Susie and I were called into each other's lives and let's go, Susie, let's take them there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Thank you so much, Jack. I was thinking about how this conversation came about for me to be here today on your podcast. And some of the work that I offer is what I really think of as a ceremonial body work. I hold in-person immersive experiences for women and they come and they spend time with me on the land, in the nature. And it's this deep remembering, this reunion back to self and we come into ceremony together and there's lots of teachings. You talked about the ancient teachings. It's like the feminine rites and rituals. It's that, as I said, that deep remembering. And I also am tending to their bodies, doing hands-on healing work, sacred pelvic care, tending outside and the inside of their bodies. And I had a client that contacted me and really, I would say she dropped in from heaven. You know, it's like you put those prayers out there that the people that you can help, that the ones that you are meant to work with are going to show up. And that's how she came into my life. And she came and traveled here and we had really deep four days together. And after our time, she contacted me later and she asked if I would travel down to her home to bring these teachings to the young women in her life, to her two daughters and her nieces. They are in their 20s and very early 30s. She wanted me to teach them how to tend to their feminine bodies, to their female bodies, to come into a deeper knowing and wisdom. And so I came and I She hosted me in her home and just prepared this beautiful retreat and the women arrived and we just went there. We had the most powerful, open conversations. There were a few uh, wise women there too. the, you know, I feel like that's the beauty of it. You know, women that are in their menopausal years, their wise woman years. And so we had this beautiful young generation and the elder generation together sharing the wisdom. It felt like this is healing lineages right here in this moment. And to be able to have these women, these young women 
ask questions and share things about their lives that they had never spoken out loud before around their bodies, their health, their sexuality, the things that they're grappling with as young women, the things that they had experienced in their life that were really troubling them. They were able to express those things. And it just felt like this is what it's meant to be like women coming together and talking about the real things about our bodies, about what matters to us. And then on the other side of that, I was able to then in the days that followed to be able to do one-on-one hands-on session work with these women. And to be able to me, it's like sitting at the feet of the goddess to hear the stories of the pain and the difficulty and the challenge that these women are navigating through, that they were praying for healing. They wanted things to change and shift in their lives. And so I tended to them four hour, five hour long sessions, building on what we had talked about in the days before. And that was was where I literally, like I feel the emotion of moved to tears to feel these young women, you know, it was like the part of me was like, this is unfair that these women are carrying this level of pain and grief and difficulty in their bodies. This is not how it was meant to be. And feeling so much outrage and yeah, just so much emotion around it. And then to feel the, the release and the coming home and like, you know, literally like my hands on them, my hands inside of their vaginas as they're like contracting and, and you know, writhing and releasing all of that. And I was like, this is it. Like, this is the most sacred work that I could ever do is to just be present and witness and listen to these women and then to see the light come back into their eyes to feel their spirit rising to feel their power being returned to them their power for them that was what I was sharing with you when I was down there it was like oh my god this is it And so, you know, wanting to come and have this conversation with you feels like this reclamation, you know, the the ways in our lives were lately, I've been kind of seeing it like the ways that we've had to like lay back and take it. It's like, no, no more. And this is, you know, part of the work that I'm doing, like in my own life, you know, I'm in my wise woman years and I've been calling it that this is my give zero fucks time of life. But you don't have to wait until you're 53 to come into that place, right? And for us to be able to have spaces in our lives where we can remember together, right? We're stronger together. Yeah. So thank you. Oh my gosh. That right there where we can remember together. And this for me, like, as you're speaking, like emotion is coming up for me. And I just think of like how there's been so much separation, so much division, so much of like feeling like we need to process our grief, our traumas, even not even our grief, our traumas, like our journey as women alone. And 
this work that you're doing. I mean, I've had, it's been such a pleasure to have a seat up close to see the magic that you create when you work with these women. And then to have you join us in Costa Rica last year for the Femme Retreat. Like I I just remember sitting there with you in person. I was so mind boggled. Everything you shared was so mind blowing, but I was like, how do we not know this about ourselves as women? How are we not taught more about our sacred anatomy? How are we taught that it's, you know, wrong or shameful to, you know, explore our bodies in this way? How are we not taught that the power is within? And you just said this there, when you went down and did this work with these women, it was for them, for them to see the power for them, the power within them. And it is my wish. It is my wish. It is my hope. It is my prayer that women of all ages get to experience this type of work, that they get to experience work with you, whether it's, you know, in person and hands-on, whether it's coming into a program, a course like School of Sacred Anatomy. It's like, women, this is our time. This is our time to really reclaim the essence of who we are. Like I have been in this body. I have been in this body as a woman for 42 years. And I feel like through conversation with you, I'm truly just awakening at new levels to what that truly means to what my body holds, to what my body carries, to how I can heal myself. And this is the work for all women. Yeah, this is that deep relationship with self, and it's including all parts of our self. And then even knowing that in our lifetime, we're going to move through different phases, our bodies are going to continue to change and evolve, and we're going to have different moments, you know, I mean, it's like, you're, you know, are a young, younger woman, and then you might come into becoming a mother, and then, you know, into your wise woman years, and the body changes And that's really what I've been struck with over and over again, as I share, it's like, I'm a long time educator, you know, I taught yoga for 30 years. And so I'm a very body based person. And I love simple practicals, like let's pass on the wisdom, or remember it. And so the wisdom of like our own sacred anatomy, right? It's like, let's learn about our bodies and the tissue and how to tend to them. And this is part of what I'm passing on. And this is what the women are saying. How did I not know this about my body? How can I be 42 years old or whatever age you are and not know about your own anatomy, about your sacred anatomy, how to tend to yourself? And part of what I've been reflecting on too is, you know, a lot of the work I do is womb work or yoni work. It's really whole body This is the spiritual work. It's the connection to the earth, to our own prayers, and then to our physicality. And part of what I've been realizing is that as women, we receive touch medically, sexually, and hygienically, but we're missing the therapeutic touch. So it's like, again, this remembering of like, oh yeah, that's right. I, you know, I need to care for myself. It's like, we take care of our skin. We do our face care. We do our, you know, our movement practices and we eat healthy and we drink water and we do all of these things, but then we neglect 
certain areas of our body, the places that I want to say are down there, you know, it's kind of like out of sight, out of mind. And then we wonder why we feel disconnected. We wonder why we have pain. We wonder why we kind of lose our libido or our passion or our fire for life. And it's like, well, we haven't been tending to this area. I really think about our um, kind of like the root of our body, you know, the yoni, our sexuality. It's like, this is our sacred fire. This isn't something to be shared with someone else. It's like, this is for you. This is like, like really the place where your life force lives, where your immunity is, where your passion and creativity lives. And I like to think about it like a fire that if you aren't tending your fire, then it goes out. And if you've ever spent time with a fire, you know that you have to put fuel on the fire, wood or something to keep the fire going. This is like what it is that lights you up in your life, what it is that gives you pleasure, the things that you love. That's like your wood that you put on the fire. And then if the fire goes out, then it's like trying to rub two wet sticks together. It's really hard to get that spark going again. So if we can tend to our fire, then it stays really vital and alive. Then we might opt to share this with someone else, with a partner, with our friends, with our community, through our service work, however it looks. It doesn't, again, not just sexual fire, but the, the eros, the life force fire can then be shared. And we feel good, feel lit mm. up. <laughs> When you see women, when you experience, you know, women that you're working with your clients, when they come into this place where they are open and willing and they begin tending to their fire, then what, like, then what opens up for them? Well, you know, I always kind of tease the women that if they start doing a more regular self-pleasuring practice that people are going to stop them on the street and ask them, wow, you look amazing. What are you doing? And it'll be their little inner knowing, their own inner secret. So literally, yes, they look alive and vibrant and healthy and inspired. And I receive messages from women all of the time telling me about how good they're feeling. They feel open, receptive. They feel connected to their pleasure they reconnect again to their purpose, to their deep self-love. Again, it's this remembering, oh, I actually get to give to myself. My life matters. I am worthy to receive. And we have to start giving to our own selves first. Sometimes we look outside of ourselves. We think, well, I need to show up for my work or my family or my partner, but it's like, no, we, we need to start with self. So this is always kind of, I want to say like one of the early steps when I work with women is this homecoming again. And it's very much what they feel through the work, whether we're you know working online together or in person. And I do like to give really simple, practical tools so that they can um, have something that they do every day that helps them stay embodied. Because when we're making changes, we can get a little overwhelmed and we're like, oh, I just don't know what to do. But you know, with these kind of daily simple things, then we're like, oh yeah, that's right. I'm actually tending my fire every day. And this is important and it matters and it makes the biggest difference in our lives. 
Well, that right there, like this is important and it matters. As you say that, it's like tending to my fire. This is important and it matters. Also translation, I matter. Yeah, we do. It's important. And we can lose ourselves sometimes. And I think too that, you know, life's intense. There are so many experiences and moments that start to kind of um, build up and accumulate inside of us. And how do we let some of those things go? And I think about, you know, the pelvis for me in particular has been a real place of focus. And part of it is the pelvis, you know, it's shaped like a bowl and it literally holds things. And it's also the place where our womb space is. And the womb is designed to hold life and not life necessarily always about like growing a child, but the, what matters to us, you know, what we want to put our creative life force and energy into, but then this bowl can also hold things that feel difficult, you know, our emotions, the things that we have gone through. And so how do we learn to kind of release those things, right? That's also, I feel like part of the tending of the fire is this deep, I want to say reverence where if we can really be present with ourselves, I even want to say like, can we be honest about what's really up for us? What's true for us? And this is both sides of it. The things that feel difficult and challenging, but also the beauty and the magic and the gratitude of our lives. We hold both all of the time. And how do we learn to keep the fire lit, but also like, again, I'm feeling like the flow of the waters, you know, to let things go, to clear them out, to not let things accumulate. I've been feeling lately in my life that we let things go too long and then we have a problem. And so if we can be in deeper communion with our own selves, with our spirit, with our heart, with our physical body, with our mind, then we can go, oh, wow, I'm, I'm feeling a little stressed. You know, this experience deeply affected me. I need to, you know, let it go, release it. And sometimes we need help with that, right? We, we can do things on our own, but then sometimes, you know, we need to have, I mean, we need to receive in some way, whether it's, you know, that's part of why I'm in this mentorship with you is because I want support in my life. I don't want to do it alone, right? And it's part of the reason why I do the work that I do is we need safe places to come so that we can really express our truth, all aspects of our truth. Yeah. I feel this so deeply. when you said like this communion with self, this connection to self, this connection to our purpose, this connection to our worthiness that can all be felt within our body, within our being. And I, one thing I'd love to dive into with you here, as we're you know, talking about the sacred anatomy and lighting our fire and tending to the fire within also the communion with spirit. And I know this is something that you and I have had so many conversations around and while it's so, I would say just who you are, your communion and connection with the land, with the elements through prayer. Can you share more about this part of your life and your work and what feels like to me, such a mission for you, like such a deep part of your medicine here is that connection to spirit. Yeah. Thank you so much. I, you know, it's interesting that you ask because it's like, 
I'm teaching so much about like, you know, body awareness. And then I bring in these deeper kind of spiritual teachings. And what I'm finding is that this is like the heart of it. And so much of then what the women are saying to me after our time together is that I help them come back to themselves and to deepen their connection to spirit. And one of the ways it's like, I have the great fortune. I live in the woods. I like literally live on the land and I have a, a very deep spiritual connection with the nature. This is where I go to. This is who I speak to. And so, you know, one of the ways that I work is every morning I wake up and I pour myself a big glass of water and I go and I stand outside in the nature. And every day it's different. I feel my feet upon the earth and I open myself up and I feel the wind. I smell the air. I'm facing to the east where the sun is rising. And I have this one beautiful day right in front of me. And the birds are singing and the light is changing. And I can feel that energy and I feel connected to it. I feel like I am a part of this. And then I take a moment and I feel what how do I want to show up and walk in my life today? How do I, what are, what's ahead of me? Are there uh, women that I'm seeing? Are there ceremony that I'm leading? What is coming for me? How do I want to show up? And I just take a moment and I call in the four directions, Mother Earth and Father Sky. And there I am standing right in the middle. And then I put a blessing, put a blessing out there to the great spirit. And I put a blessing into that water that I'm holding. And I just say a few simple words. And I might start with, thank you for my life today. Thank you for blessing me. And I might pray for that strength, might pray for that truth, for me to be able to speak clearly, pray for me to be really present with whatever is right in front of me. It doesn't have to be fancy. And I just infuse my life, my body, that water with my own voice, with my prayer, with my own blessing. And I open to receive it from the nature. And at the end, you know, it's really just a few minutes long. Then I bring that water, that holy water into my body. And I'm literally blessing every little part of me with that beauty. Just feeling like the way that that water absorbed the light, the color, the sound, the movement, all of it. That's it. For me, that's my spiritual connection. And that's what carries me. So then as I'm moving through my day, everything that I'm doing, I'm holding that blessing. I'm remembering that feeling. All around me is that nature moving. And all I have to do is just show up. <laughs> and then at the end of the day, I like to take a moment and pause and then sit outside again and just give thanks. Thanks for my life. Thanks for all of the ways that my prayers were heard and answered, all of the magic and mystery that happened, the synchronicities. It's like, I want to just give thanks for it. And if there is anything in my life that's bothering me, maybe I had a difficult situation or something didn't quite go right. I want to let that go. The way that the sun is setting, I don't want to carry that on into the next day. I was talking earlier about how do we release? This is one of the ways that I release. I just let it go. I let it go. And this is that, you know, connection. It's like, I am 
in flow with the nature. Every day is different. The seasons are moving. And that I feel within my own life, within my own spirit every day. And so then I just offer this, offering it here to you, those of you that are listening in, this simple blessing in the morning and in the evening. I want to say this will change your life. Just this practice alone. Mm, I feel it. And one of the, I mean, one of the many, many, many things that it feels like such an honor to be in this space with you, to be and sit in sacred witness of you and your growth in your journey is to see how, and, and to have been able to witness like how in your truth you are, how embodied you are in your medicine, your work, your practices, you know, earlier you said something about not wanting to do it alone. And I've truly have not seen anyone in my life. I feel like honor their sacred. Yes. The way that you do, like, I feel like I've witnessed you time and time again, when you feel that sacred. Yes. You know, you said earlier, the, like the no fucks giving you're in the zero fucks given stage of life. And it's also with this energy of trust of following the sacred. Yes. I mean, what I witnessing you so much is saying yes to the things that also nurture your soul, like seeing you show up to go on, you know, up, you have coming up. What is it? Three weeks in Peru. Like you're, you're always so ready to go deeper in this work, deeper in your medicine, deeper in being nurtured and held as well. So you're giving and receiving. Yeah, absolutely. I I kind of chuckle with myself sometimes because I have such deep, rich experiences. And, you know, it's like the way that I was called to come work with you. I receive these downloads. I receive these callings. And there's a part of me, like my human wants to go, what? I don't know about that. You know, it's like, yes, I am. I'm going down to the jungle of Peru to sit with the maestra down there and to, you know, work with different plant medicines. And this is like that deeper healing journey. And there's a part of me that I like, I can feel the emotion. It's like, I'm terrified. I'm like, really, I have to, I really need to go and do that. But it's like the work that I am being called to do the way that I am showing up for other people. I have to continue to go deeper, the deeper that I can go, the more depth I can hold. And really at the root of it too, is my own healing, right? You know, it's like, this is what I'm here to do. It's like, I'm on my own healing journey. And so I have to listen to that. And then through that, you know, what it is that I'm learning. It's like, I am, I want to say an embodied person, meaning that my life, what I experience I embody it. And so then I can offer and share from a place of what, like, what has deeply impacted me? Like my, the experiences that I've had, that is what I lead from. And so to take myself, you know, to the jungle, I don't even know what's going to happen in there, but I know that spirit has asked me to go. And so I can just trust, as you said, trust, be open, receive, be deeply nurtured, though I'm sure there's going to be some really gritty moments, but that's the grit is where the transformation lies. And through it, I will be stronger. I will have deeper insight and there will be 
more medicine when I, you know, it's like the medicine that I carry. It's like, uh, again, here's the word remembering, like I will remember, like the truth of me will be remembered through these experiences. And that's the kind of space that I am holding that I want to hold for other women, right? It's like to calm, be together, let's go deep. I, I hear that in my own, my own self, you know, it's like, I want to go deep with you. <laughs> so I got to go deep with myself too. So when you're in these spaces, let's say, you know, you said there that you are so led by spirit and you feel the call and you go, but then there's the moments where, you know, the human, which I call the human, like drops in is like, really, like, really, we're going to go there. Like, how do you come back to this remembrance of self, this way of being, of being led by spirit? How do you come back to those moments of being like, wait, I was just giving some fucks. And how do I come back to like the zero fucks given energy? It feels like it's a, there needs to be a, a moment of slowing down this mm. moment of pause. I need time to rest. I need time to be still and be with the land so that I can listen. And so when I have those moments of feeling, I think of it as like overwhelm, you know, it's like, feel like kind of like the constriction around my heart. And I feel that fear coming in. It's like, can I just slow down? take some breaths and not get ahead of myself. I don't need to get way out there and start planning and thinking. All I have to do is just be present and show up. And so that's kind of the place that I try to come back to over and over again. And, and you know, Jack's going to know me really well because she gets to hear all my my uh, private conversations about the places where I'm like, whoa, this feels like a lot, <laughs> right? And it's like, you know, the slowing down and kind of finding your own inner rhythm again. I think sometimes in life, it's really fast paced. And when we can take, it doesn't mean that we get to just like completely clock out and go on vacay and all of that. That's not always realistic. It's great if we can do that. But how do we find these moments in our daily life? And so this is, again, you asked me about my spiritual practice. It's like, this is that time for me where I can just sit. And I like to go outside and just feel the nature again and take some breaths. And I even want to say, acknowledge how I'm feeling for me to acknowledge, wow, I feel a little bit terrified if I'm honest and I'm going to be all right. I'm going to be all right. I can do this. And so I feel like that's part of how I navigate and, um, I think too, that when we get really busy in our lives, there isn't a space for like these downloads to come in. That was kind of part of the other part of your question I was thinking about is the funny thing is, is that the place where I really get a lot of inner guidance is at night when I'm brushing my teeth. And that sounds so funny, but I'm not thinking about anything. I'm getting ready for bed. I'm unwinding. And I'm telling you, there's something about that toothbrush going that all of a sudden these downloads. And I always tell my husband, I was like, I should just keep like note paper by my bed because that's when they arrive is when I least expect it. Um, mm. And I do keep paper by my bed because it's always kind of at night when I'm about ready to drift off. And it's like, there they are. There's like, that's the the sacred wisdom right there. And it's like, you better, I, for me, I'm like, you better heed this, <laughs> listen up <laughs> spirits whispering in your ear right now. <laughs> mm, I love that. I love that feeling. I love that 
vision of spirit whispering in your ear. Like you said, when we come back to finding our own rhythm and I, I've witnessed in this in you again and again and again, when you said the words, like reminding yourself that it's about being present, like your job is to be present. Your job is to show up, to show up for where spirit calls you and leads you and to not get you know, stuck in the overwhelm or the figuring out or the, the overthinking of it. But can I just come back into harmony with myself? Can I go out in nature? Can I come back into stillness and and peace this again, this, my own inner rhythm? And can I allow myself to move from here? Yeah, definitely. And again, I'm feeling like, you know, sometimes in life, we can get off track you know it's like it can bring like that feeling of confusion or what am I doing or you know overwhelm and again this is part of what I'm feeling like is why mentorship can be so helpful right is because then we have a a trusted place where we can express the things that are confusing for us and then it's like you know here again I'm gonna use the word remembering right it's like I'm just kind of seeing everything like coming back into that attunement and that alignment and that stillness right in the center of us. Right. And we can find that on our own over and over again. And then sometimes it's helpful to, you know, be with another. I feel like there's a lot of magic that can happen when it's like, even like you and I right here together right now, like there is there's an attunement that's happening like spirit to spirit. And there's, you know, there's a transmission and we don't know what's going to happen. And even for the listener, you know, hearing our voices, you know, I just always like kind of in my heart of hearts, I'm like, man, I just, I just want for us to receive this blessing, you know, through these words, through this time spent together and may that blessing, you know, that I feel like is in our lives, can we keep coming back to the blessing of our life over and over again? And when we feel overwhelmed, it's like, I just need to slow down and attune and come back to that blessing that I'm all right. And that there too, it feels like, can we be open to receive the blessing? And at times that means not even being clear on what that's going to look like or feel like, or what that experience is going to be. Like, as I heard you saying that too, I all of a sudden was thinking back to the beginning of this conversation, when you had this woman invite you to come lead in her home and share your work with her daughters and and the other women in her life. And I'm sure some of those women had no idea really what they were about to receive, but they were open for it. Yeah. When I was there, I just had this moment, like these women, their lives have been changed forever from this time spent together. That was what I came away from. Like, that is it. Like, can we have moments together that are so deeply impactful, you know, and we can do it. And, you know, again, I'm wanting to say that in our everyday life, that's available to us, right? And it's in some ways, again, we just need to pay attention. And this is part of, again, why I like to have my daily prayer practices, because it reminds me every day to start my day in that awareness and that presence, and then to pace myself so that I can remember, all right, I 
put some blessings out there today. And I want to be present for them because oftentimes with our prayers, you know, it's like we talked about our prayers answered, right? Well, if we're so busy, our prayers might be being answered, but we don't notice it because we're, we're like, we're just walking right by it. And so if we can learn to slow down and pace ourselves and kind of, this is why I think about like the rhythm of the nature. If there's times when you um, feel confused or you're not sure what to do, or you feel overwhelmed, I always say, look outside. What is the nature doing? What's the weather like? What are the birds doing? What are the animals doing? What's going on with the plants? Like it's right there. What's going on? Like, where is the sun in the sky? What about the moon? (laughs) Right. That's our compass right there. And it's like, oh yeah, that's right. I mean, for me right now, it's like August. It's the eighth. It's the peak of summer. The garden is lush. Like there's going to be a certain energy with that as opposed to, you know, January in the darkest part of winter. (laughs) Right. And so we sometimes override um, what is natural, right? That's part of what I'm feeling. Yeah. And what I'm feeling here, as you say, it's all available to us. It's like, it's all available to us. And are we opening our eyes to what exists right in front of us? It's available to us, the connection with self, the connection to God, the divine, the connection to nature, the connection to our worthiness. And do we choose it? And as I was opening up space for us to dive into this conversation today, I opened up conversations with God and there was something that jumped out for me that I'm going to read here for us that aligns with, I feel like what we're talking about right now. And I feel like it might also spark some final words that you have and some final wisdom for you to share with us, Susie. The whole experience of all souls is about choice always and forever choice, 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 free choice, the choice of divine beings being divine. Hmm. Yeah, just sitting with uh, this word choice, you know, just thinking about this conversation that we've been having and that we get to choose ourselves. <laughs> we feel like this needs to be kind of our first priority is to tend to ourselves, tend to our spirits, tend to our hearts, our physical body, you know, whatever that looks like or means for you. And it's like this earth body, then we can open to receive from something greater than us. And, you know, for some, God might not be a word that resonates, you know, it might be great spirit, or it might just be nature, right? That connection to something that's, that's bigger than us to open. And um, I really, truly believe that all of our prayers are heard and answered. They may not look like what we thought, and they may not be answered in the timing that we want, but I really believe that we are being divinely guided and that, you know, it's like just this beautiful practice of continuing to like reconnect to self and to open and to trust over and over and over again, like this is like that deeper practice. And, you know, really just like keep coming back to that deep love and that communion with self and that connection, right. And the deep care 
And the more that we can do that, then the more we have available for the, I want to say our beloveds in our life, you know, our children, our partners, our, the people, our people, (laughs) the more we have um, to give to them. And that it's okay to take time for ourselves, to have time for rest and reverence. Like that, again, remembering, maybe that's like the, seems like my theme right now, this deep remembering. It's okay for us to take that time for ourselves. Mm. Yeah. I could not agree more. And in fact, I feel like it's not just okay. Like it feels essential. Like it feels essential that we take this time for ourselves. It feels to me essential that we dive into this type of work for ourselves. And when I say work, like to dive into this type of medicine, this wisdom as women. And like you said, this, it's not only the work when I do this work, it's not only for me, like it literally heals lineages. It literally, like I can feel what it does. I, I I know. And when I say, I know, like not in my mind, but like in my soul, what this opens up for my children, for my husband, for the collective, for the ripple of people I impact in this world as well. So Susie, thank you. Thank you so much for your bravery in showing up for your gift and your medicine, for putting your work and your voice out into this world, for being here and having this conversation with us today. I, I mean, the women who get to work with you, I just like, it's the most incredible experience. You are such, I mean, you're such a force and you hold so much love and you hold so much space. And so my hope is that more and more women find their way to you that find their way to this sacred work that find their way to knowing this, this information for themselves to knowing their sacred anatomy to being open to receiving at this depth in this way. And like you said, what through the experience you had with these, these women just recently, like it was, it's life-changing. It is truly life-changing. So I am going to share in the show notes, all the ways people can find you, how they can find out more about your work, your medicine. And as we part ways here, can you just quickly share with us, like, where are the best ways to find you? And then I will tag everything and share everything below in the show notes as well. Mm, Thank you so much, Jack. I'm on the socials, Facebook and Instagram is my first and last name, Susie Zobrist. And then my website is Root Medicine Healing. And I offer in-person immersive experiences. And then I also have my school of sacred anatomy, which is a beautiful starting place, lots of beautiful practices in there. And then I'm always, you know, I'm always offering things. It's like I, for me, this is the most sacred work that I could offer. I'm I'm wanting us to come together in ceremony and go deep together and remember. So thank you so much for this time, Jack. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Gorgeous. Thank you for being here with us, with me today. These conversations, these riffs, these transmissions are seriously life-giving. They nurture my human, they nurture my soul, 
these are the type of conversations I want more of, and I know you do too. I'm so happy that you're here. It's truly an honor for me to bring my voice to this space. I love you. I will see you back here next week. In the meantime, please come join me on Instagram, Jacqueline underscore Shaw underscore. And if you have women in your world that you feel would love this podcast too, I would be so honored, so deeply honored if you share it with them. I love you. I see you. I'm standing in sacred witness of all that you are. Thank you for going deep with me.